You're listening to the Attract and Stand Out podcast created for ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to build real relationships, influence others, and make an impact with everyone they meet. I'm your host, Darlene Holly, and I'm a mom of four, a wife, a storyteller, dream builder, and a personal branding and business coach. On the show, you'll hear real conversations about what it means to run your own business, what success actually looks like, and how you can overcome obstacles that get in your way. We're growing businesses with less hustle and more ease, transforming your mindset, and inspiring you to get moving and to follow your dreams. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome, everybody, to the Attract and Stand Out show. I am so excited today to introduce you guys to Allie McCauley. She is an emerging entrepreneur who creates a standout brand brand and website so they can run a successful business online. Her goal is to make changes happen for other go-getters in pursuit of living their dream life by doing what they love. Allie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to have you today. Um, um, As we get started, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are and where you live and how you came onto this entrepreneur journey. Yeah. So my name's Allie McCauley, as you said, and I live outside of Rochester, New York. Um, I live on an old farm. So we're kind of out um, like 40 minutes outside of the city and um, I work from home. um, And so it's really convenient to be able to be wherever I am. And here we are out in the country. Um, And I started after design school working in a design studio um, down in Baltimore. And that, and while I was there, I was doing mostly print design. And my boss wanted to be able to offer web design as a solution for um, clients as that became a bigger thing when everyone started needing websites. And that was about like 2007, um, 2008, we started kind of diving into that. So I started teaching myself how to design and develop websites. And so that's kind of what got me started on this path. Um, I decided to go out on my own when things were kind of falling apart and he was laying people off and I had an opportunity to move up um, to this area Um, and I started my own business and that was that was in uh, 2009 Um, so uh, when I started it was mostly print that I was still doing and I was slowly doing more and more web and doing um, more of that and loving more of that. So I kind of um, last year decided to niche down and really just dive into just doing branding and websites. So that's where I'm at now. What was, um, talk about a little bit about that pivot for you. What was it that made you um, niche down so specifically? Yeah, I think it was a matter of um, walking my talk. You know, I tell all the clients to do that. And I was still um, operating under the idea that I'll do, I can, I can do anything, right? Like I can do any design work. So what do you need? And I can help you, but not being very specific. And um, I was doing a lot more freelance for other design firms. And I wanted to start doing more business for myself. Um, not through other design firms, not doing so much freelance and just running my own business. And so when I, when I really made that decision that I wanted to get more work on my own, I said, I have to be more specific about what I'm doing and who I help. So that kind of led me down the path. 
I love that you shared that because that's exactly my story as well. When I started as a business coach, I was like, oh my gosh, I can help everybody. I can help all types of businesses. And I was getting clients and they were from every single different random industry possible. And I kept asking myself, I'm like, I'm attracting these people, not as many as I'd like. And they're all from different industries. And I had that moment where it was like a big aha, like two years into my business where I was like, oh, I was like, I need a niche down. I was like, that would make life so much easier. But it took me a good two years before um, I did it. And I was just like you, it was where like, I was telling other people to do it. And I was very clear on how to work with them and on doing that for them. But for some reason, I had never sat down and like, did the work for myself to get super clear with who I actually wanted to work with, where my heart was at, where my passion was. And once I did that, it was like, the light bulb went off and I'm like, Oh, like this is so much easier to message now yeah. and my marketing. And I can specifically talk to my ideal client and my specific niche and not talking to everybody. Because when you're talking to everybody too, like you're not really attracting the people that you're trying to attract aren't really listening because they feel like you're right. not talking directly to them. Right. Exactly. That's, I mean, it sounds so similar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, um, it changed everything in my business for me too. And I was like, marketing became so easy. Like you're saying, I just knew exactly what I wanted to say and, and who it was talking to. It was amazingly different. It's so funny that like this happens to so many people on the entrepreneur journey for whatever reason. Yeah. We, we think that when we niche down too, too small and too specific, that we're going to leave out so many people. And yeah. it's the exact opposite. Cause even now, like with, I have a specific niche, Still, other people who don't, that I'm not marketing to will come and ask like, hey, I noticed that you um, only work with service-based online entrepreneurs and I have this type of business. Would you talk to me? And I'm like, of course, I'll talk to you. Like, let's see if like this is a good fit or not. But people still come to you from those other areas, even though that's not yeah. like who your laser line focused right. to. So I always, right. like, I, I always giggle when I'm like, you can't like, it's good to be specific and you're, and you're still going to attract the people that have the same values as you and that you want to work with. And you're going to get a ton of them in your niche though, which is awesome. And you're not having the message to the masses. Right. Yep. It is amazing how that works. Um, I think that when people are just starting out too, it's hard to, it, they don't want to pick someone because they're afraid they're going to leave money on the table. They're afraid they're like not going to get any clients then like, Oh, yeah. well I, I, but I could do everything, you know? So that's a thing that I, it's important to kind of um, get over and wrap your head around, just like you were saying when you're um, speaking to a specific group, you're still going to attract other people and they will still come to you and yeah. say, Hey, can you help me? <laughs> like you yeah. said. Yeah. And then you get the beautiful thing at that point is you get to choose because you're so specific yeah. in your messaging. And a lot of people might say like, I only work with women and they might have a male approach them and they might say, you know, no, I don't actually work with, like, I only work with this type of group, but here's somebody I can refer you to. Like you can get super clear and specific in that way too which I love. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you work with your clients and what does that process look like for you? Okay. Yeah. I, so I work with people in two ways. I either do one-on-one -on -one, um, design services. So with branding and websites or just branding or just a website, uh, either way I work one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, last year I started up a program where I teach people how to DIY their own brand and website. So that was a big shift in my business as well. That has been super fun. Um, I kept having people uh, approach me. You know, so many people are starting online businesses now. And 
it, I mean, especially with what's going on right now, it's like huge. Like yeah. the more you can be online and run a business online, the better, right? And so everyone's starting up these online businesses and they realize they, they want to have a brand. They want to have a website so that they can direct people to find them. Yeah. And so they were coming to me and asking for help and saying, oh, I, I would love to work with you, but I'm going to have to get a couple clients under my belt so that I can pay for it. Um, and not just me as a designer developer, but also like a brand strategist and a copywriter and all these other things that um, people need to get these things going for their business. And then what would happen is they, of course, don't want to market themselves because they don't have anything to represent their business yet. So it was this cycle that I would see people in over and over again. And I realized, I was like, I can help these people. Like, I don't want to see anybody not have um, the job, their dream business going that they want to have because they're being held back. I don't want to see them have to put everything on hold while they're waiting to try to sort this out. So that's when I put my program together to help people learn to do that. I love that you do that because you're so right. People don't want to start their business until they have a website, but they can't really do their website until they feel like they know what they're talking about. And it's like they go back and forth so often and you don't need a website necessarily to start marketing your business. But so many people get held back because they feel like I have to have like that online business card and I have to do all these things before I can move forward. And that paralyzes so many people with moving forward with their business ideas because they want to have everything set up perfectly, right? Like they want to have all their um, T's crossed and their I's dotted and everything laid out perfectly. And it holds them back and they procrastinate for so long that sometimes it's years and years later before they even start their business because they've, they put it on the shelf for so long. So I love that you have a program and a platform that can help people from getting stuck in that vicious cycle of not having one of the other things. Right. And I, I realize like when people are trying to figure out how to do things on their own, there's so much information that you can find in the world that that stops you as well. You get caught in this like learning mode, right? Where you're just doing tons and tons of research and you're so bombarded with information that you can't even make sense of it all. So I wanted to put it all into this formulaic system. So I really take people through things step by step by step to like at the very end of the program where you build the website, you have everything done. Everything's there um, to, to put into it. So you're not like, okay, I'm ready to build a website, but I don't know what to put on the page. You know, what am I going to do? Like, it's all been sorted out by the time you get there. It's a plug-in situation. So it's really great. Yeah, no, it sounds like it is because you're right. So many people are always learning, like we're lifetime learners and we're, yeah. like, we feel like we're downloading another opt-in and we're looking at this next thing. And before you know it, you're, you have like 900 different opt-ins on your computer and you're just as confused as you were yeah. when you started doing research on the topic. So you yeah. take some of that guesswork out by having um, it all laid out for them nicely. So That's what is the goal, right? So what do you feel yeah. is what makes you stand out from your competition out there? Um, I think that I'm unique in the sense that I approach um, uh, everything with a starting point of strategy um, and that I do both branding and websites makes me a little bit unique as well um, because some people do one or the other. So I kind of have um, a holistic approach, I think, when it comes to Um, creating these things. And also I've done a lot of work 
to make them like, like I said, formula based and so that there's just really, really easy instructions to follow to get everything done. Um, so I think that's what makes me stand out. Um, I know that I stand out against like, like a lot of um, old web developers, right? Because I, I'm not like just in a dark closet <laughs> coding yeah. or anything like that, you know? So um, I'm different in that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you're the, and you're the, you're the face of your brand. So, and you're teaching people how to brand before they even probably build their website. Like you're finding out yes. what they want to look like and what they want to be seen like and what that experience is going to be like with your customers. Right. And why you're going to do that. Like, you know, we start with understanding, um, you know, developing your positioning statement really, which, which I call your big message is the message that goes at the very top of your website. That's going to tell people immediately who you help and what you do and what makes you different and how you can help them solve their problem. And that speaks to them really directly so that they want to keep scrolling down the page and then talking about your brand um, personality and deciding those adjectives that are going to describe your business. And once you have all that, then infusing that into every decision that you make, why you're choosing your colors, your typefaces, the shapes that represent your business, how the, how the, all those things can communicate um, your personality of your brand and then, and then use it to build your whole business on. Yeah. No, I love, I love that you talk about that because one of the things that I teach with my business is brand storytelling and like sharing your unique life story as part of your brand, especially as we're building a lot of, so most of my clients are solopreneurs or they have a small team that's typically virtual, but they're the face of their brand. And the one thing that I feel like you can really stand out with against like the competition and other people is because you're able to share your stories. Like you've had specific life experiences that other people can relate to and feel like they can um, either mirror what you've shared or they can see themselves in what you've shared. And that's always, I feel like such an important piece when we're building our brand is, you know, taking a piece of us into that with it and not just making like a, a, a um, persona necessarily, but like it's you, like it's your brand and yeah. you put those pieces into it. Yeah. The more human, the better. And you're right. That's the connection point really. When you can take your story and connect it in a way um, to the person that you're trying to help, then they understand, they, they know then that you understand the problem that they're having and that you can help them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, you know, for me personally, it was kind of hard to find that point because I don't struggle with creating a brand and website because that's what I do. But I realized I, I have the same, I did have the same problem. The problem was information overwhelm, right? And not niching down like we talked about in the beginning and all of those um, early business things that all of us go through. So even I, even though I didn't have the exact same um, maybe external struggle that yeah. the people I'm helping do, I did, I did dig deep and find a connection point because it's there. It's there for everybody. Yeah. What do you think is um, one of the strategies that you've used for helping other people see that they're their brand and they can put their self forward in that way? What are like your top tips usually when somebody comes and they're struggling at making their brand unique to them? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, just to really like think things through, right? I think about the journey that you've been on. Think about the path um, uh, all, all along the way. Um, and I think 
really what was a big turning point for me specifically was when I got really clear on the deep desires of my dream audience. And that was done through um, really talking to the, talking to my audience, you know, and recording messages and interviews and then transcribing them, reading back through and finding the similarities and then actually using the language that they use, you know? Yeah. That's so important. I always, when I work with my clients on like their ideal client and their niche, it's all about like figuring out what you think they are thinking and like answering the questions, but then actually going and talking to actual people that are your ideal client and then take that language that you learned during that conversation and use that in your messaging, use that in your marketing, because that's, it's like gold, right? Because you have like their exact words from that conversation. So, so important. I feel like to have real conversations with ideal clients too, because sometimes a lot of people say, Oh, I used to be my ideal client. Um, so I already know what they think and what they're saying. And sometimes that's true to a degree, but when you actually start talking to people, I think it opens up your eyes to different conversations and different ways people look at things. And it just helps you grow your community so much quicker when you're able to speak their language and um, pull them in through that way. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that too. I think, I mean, I did that for a long time too. I didn't want to do that work. And that groundwork is so important. And I I just, you know, everyone tells you, you know, how much work you have to do to find your ideal client and the same, like just what you said, it's like, I know who they are. Like, it's fine. Let's move on to the fun stuff. Right. But there's, there's no skipping that really, because if you do, it's your messaging will be off. And so you're going to have to go back anyway and do that. So it's like, you just have to do that foundational work. Yeah. I so, so, so agree. And it's so funny because both of us did the same thing. And so many of our clients do the same thing, but it's hard work to figure out who our ideal client is. And I don't know what it is about that step, but so many people like to like grace over it and I know. <laughs> want to look at it and they're like, Oh, I got this. We're totally fine. But it's like, yeah. we always go back to it. Right. And it's when we actually yeah. do the hard work and like, we really put our head down and think really hard about what that looks like and go out and talk to real people it makes everything else so much easier and it makes it just yeah. all come together so well. Yeah. So what strategy has worked best for you to attract your audience and to grow your business? Um, really just putting myself out there. I recently in November, I started a YouTube channel and that has been amazing um, just to put myself out there in a way that I never have. I, you know, I'm an introvert and to be live on a camera is like scary, right? It's so scary. But that was a big turning point for me when I actually just started um, showing up, showing up no matter what and just um, being, uh, being in front of the camera. Yeah. Visibility is hard for so many business owners because we, we are, it, it feels scary, right? Like seeing yourself yeah. recording a video or going live yeah. and going, well, how do I, I can't erase what I say. Like, what if I say something or if I stumble over my words? So yeah, yeah I love that. But you're, people want to, people want to see us, right? They want to know who they're working with. Yeah. And they, that's how, and that's the fastest way to get to know, to know someone, right. And um, yeah. to trust someone is by, by knowing them. I mean, we're, we're not just a, a page on a website or something like that. People want to know who they're, who they're dealing with. Yeah. And it gives you an opportunity to really get to know somebody and research them a little bit before you decide to invest with them without having to have too many actual conversations with them. Like you can follow them for a little bit and like watch their YouTube videos or follow yeah. their posts. Or if you're on their newsletter, you can engage 
um, and get to know like what types of content they create. Are they the right person for you? Like the stories they share, like those are all those connecting pieces that people um, are attracted to when it comes to your visibility. And if you're not being visible, like if you're like the designer, like you described earlier, who's like the old school creating um, websites from his dark closet room, like people aren't going to know that you even exist at this time and day and age. Like people want to see your face. They want to see what you're talking about. They want to see what you look like and how you um, hold yourself. And like, if you're quirky and fun or like what different personality traits you have, and that's what people want to connect with. They don't want to just go to a website and not feel like they ever know the person. They want to be able right. to see your personality shine too. Right. No matter how good your work is, you know, they still, there's so many people doing wonderful things. There's so many choices today um, that we are what makes us unique. And like you said, just no one knows you if you're not putting yourself out there. That's, I used to say that all the time. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, well, who, no one knows I'm here. I have to start showing up, you know, because otherwise nobody knows. Yeah. And so many people like to hide behind their computer. Like they say, oh, I want to be an online entrepreneur and I'm going to do all these amazing things. But then they're afraid to put themselves out there. They're afraid to yeah. show up and let people know that they even have, you know, their shingle hung, <laughs> that you have to be visible. You have to show up. You have to do some networking. You have to show up in Facebook groups and be of service and make relationships and um, start building relationships. That's how people get to know you. And that's how you can start having strategic alliances or for business to you. Um, or somebody go, Oh, you know what? My aunt was just talking about wanting to start a website. Um, I know exactly who you need to call. Like I've been following her for, you know, a long time and she doesn't even know I exist, but she's perfect for you. (laughs) Yeah. I always laugh because so often so many people say like, Oh, you know, I'm putting, I'm creating content for my newsletter list and I'm making videos and doing all these things. And maybe they don't get a ton of likes or a ton of comments on it. Um, but people are still watching. Like I've amazed how many clients I've gotten that I had never spoken to, never noticed that they were following me or watching like my videos or my content that I was putting, was putting out. And, you know, years later when they would come to me, they would be like, Oh, I've been following you for a year, for two years. And I didn't even know what their name was. So I thought they were a brand new person. And they're like, no, I've been following for a while. And I'm like, it's so interesting to me, like how many people just kind of shadow what's going on in their watching and they're paying attention, but they're not necessarily always engaging with us. So I always tell my clients, like, keep showing up, keep creating those YouTube videos or writing to your newsletter because people are watching just because they're not saying anything doesn't mean that they're not there and they're paying attention. That's true. Yeah. And they might not be ready to like, um, a lot of, I know I follow people and I might not be ready to buy when I first start following them. But down the road, I might say, you know what, I'm actually ready to, to purchase and invest in this. And now I know who I'm going to. And they didn't even know that I was following them. Right. And All suddenly you're buying. They're yeah. Like, and they're like, hey. where's it? It's like they come out of left field. Where'd you come like, from? Yeah. But that's yeah. like the best feeling I feel like too, because not everybody is super um, engaging when it comes to Facebook, right? Like so often yeah. people just scroll through their timeline oh, yeah. and they're reading information and you know, I try to be super conscious of that now and like try to like and comment more often because I've seen how that transpires just in my business. Like I didn't even know they were there. And so right. um, it's good to make engagement and to let people know you're there too. So it's like that balance of still showing up and still doing the work um, and not, you don't know who's listening always. Right. And it's amazing too, the more that you're doing that commenting um, and just in helpful ways, people are checking you out and following you, but then they're also passing your name along when they see someone looking for someone who does that. They're like, Oh, you know, 
I came across this person. Yeah. You know, they'll start sh sharing your name too. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and that's when your business can really start to flourish and grow too. I feel like a lot is because you're getting like those secret referrals is kind of what I call them, like from places that maybe you weren't expecting them from, but people are starting to, they're, they're noticing you. And that's yeah. what's important for your business is to be noticed, which is why it's so important to be visible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So w what do you wish that you would have known before you started your business? Like, is there anything that you think of now that you wish you would have known when you first started? I wish that I started everything sooner. I, I always, every single little change that I make, I'm like, why didn't I start doing this sooner? Why didn't I take just action? I'm the kind of person, I've always been this way, that I want to learn absolutely everything and have it completely perfect and nailed down before I start doing anything with it. And then I do it and I'm like, I should have just jumped in, right? I should have just jumped in and made my imperfect mistakes and action um, taking and just learn from it and get going. Um, I feel like that is something I am continually doing. And, um, and now, now that I've really started putting myself out there more, I'm trying to do that less, just like go just say, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it and learn yeah. as I go. Yeah. And that's a great point that you bring up because I've done that many a times, just even now in business, like my podcast was something that I thought of over a year ago that I wanted to start and I just launched it. Um, recently. So it's not like there's things in us for whatever reason where we, like, we have to learn a new skill. Like you have to learn how to edit podcast videos and how to like do things with the audio and create an intro and an outro and all those things I hadn't done before. So I put it off. And now that I've done it, I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, it's so <laughs> right. fun. I love what I'm doing. Yeah, it's a learning curve. And I had to learn, you know, some new things, but I shouldn't have let it hold me back for a whole entire year because I could have been a year into my podcast at this point instead of it being a newer thing. But so many yeah. people are afraid to start. But as soon as you start taking like those baby steps and start taking action, that's when like the traction starts going and then you can just start doing it. Like don't hold yourself yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. And you learn so much as you're moving along. Um, then the more you're talking to people, you're learning what they want specifically, and you can narrow down your services even better. Um, you know, that, that just makes people, I feel like, stop too, is because they're not exactly sure how they want to help people, you know, what they want to do. And you learn as you go. Yeah. They, people tell you what they want you to help with, right? Exactly. <laughs> as you're moving forward. <laughs> yeah. And if you didn't start, you wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know yeah. what you just be and you wouldn't be learning what that step was. Exactly. You're just all in your head thinking and maybe not making the right um, decision when it comes down to it, but because you, by being out there and getting the experience, um, you learn so much. Yeah. No, I completely agree. What has been like the biggest obstacle in your business that you feel like you've had? I feel like I blame kind of being out in the country for a long time as to maybe not having as many clients as I would want. Um, and that was a big excuse for a long time until I started showing up online visibly. Like I was saying, that was the biggest thing that I did for my business because like I said, I was just... I was just sitting here saying, no one's going to find me here <laughs> unless yeah. I put myself out there. I'm not, I have to put myself out there. So I would say that was the biggest challenge. Um, I felt like was my lo location, but I mean, I'm online, I'm an online business. So I just had to start showing up online. 
Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because you like you you develop websites, <laughs> so yeah. for online businesses, like or right. obviously every website doesn't have to be like a lot of brick and mortars have websites too, but you're creating something that you don't have to actually physically be somewhere with. So I love that you yeah. brought that up, and so many people hold themselves back because they don't think that they can do it because of the location or where they live. But nowadays it's so easy to pretty much start any business from anywhere. Yeah. And I mean, if you are on online, you have people that are, that have like the laptop lifestyle where they're traveling all over the world and they're, you know, all they need is their laptop. They, they say, and that's true to a degree. Cause like I can run my business from anywhere. I could be totally. on my computer. I could be at a local co-working space. I could be at a coffee shop. I could go across the world if I wanted to. Um, but we tell ourselves like those stories, right. That we can't do something because, you know, I live out here in the boondocks or on the country and you feel like there's nobody that would buy from you directly. But when you open it up to the online world, there's so many people that are paying attention and watching what you're doing and you can reach the masses. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had only like two local clients to me and everybody else has been not near me. So I don't, that was just a stopping point. Like you're saying, yeah. I was telling, I think just we come up with excuses, right. To hold ourselves back. Um, and once we can just push through those, <laughs> yeah, then things can happen. It's so funny how we tell ourselves like these excuses and we tell the stories and we do all these things. And then we, once we start doing it, we look back and we're like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, this is totally fine. Yeah. I, it's okay to put myself out there. It's okay to keep showing up. It doesn't have to look like what we envisioned in our head and it can change as we're going to. So what do you feel like defines success for you and for your business? I find success by watching my clients succeed. Um, when I see their businesses really like that, their idea that come to life through their getting their brand and website done and up and running, watching their vision become reality like that to me is the most amazing thing that I can feel. And that's why I do what I do because I love it so much. Um, that really makes me feel like successful when I've done a, a good job and, and their business is now up and running and they're happy. Yeah, no, it's so nice to see our clients uh, make the progress and put themselves out there and start their businesses, especially because you're like, like we were saying earlier, so many people don't feel like they have a legitimate business until they have that website built. So right. like they, they can hang that in, on the world and they have a place they can send clients to, which is always a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I love that you feel such a part of that journey with your clients. Yeah, I do. I love to see the transformation. It's like the, um, you know, the makeover part of the movie that when, when someone's getting like some transformation and makeover, I always have loved that idea. And I love it in my clients too, just seeing that change take place and yeah. something become like a, a visual, like just an idea that becomes a visual. So cool. Yeah, no. And that, it is cool because especially with websites, like people build, like there's a lot of websites out there that aren't that pretty, that they're not they don't do a whole lot. Like when you get there, they don't convert. They don't have people that are um, signing up. But when you can have a beautiful website and a place that you're proud of that you can send people to, it's such an, a, like a, a beautiful moment because you're like, I have a place. Like I feel like I can hang my shingle and I have a legitimate business and people are going to be able to see me as a business because they can Google me now. They can find me no matter where they're living at and what they're doing. They can find this location. Yeah, yeah. 
So what's coming up next for you with your business? Do you have um, any big like, things coming up or anything like that that you'd like to share with us? I, I do. I'm, so in my program, I teach people how to build their website um, using WordPress. Um, and so in the program, you could take all of the, the brand strategy and the brand foundation, developing your logo, um, the copywriting, all of that, and take it and apply it on any platform, right? I specifically teach WordPress in the program, but you can do, you can take it anywhere and, and use it. Um, but what I really want to do is develop a website builder so that um, what at that point in my program, people could, if they don't want to build it themselves, they could take all that information and hire someone to finish it for them. They could take it and implement implement it on any platform that they want on their own, or they could purchase um, the, my website builder and then do it, go into it that way. And that would be kind of like, um, I guess it, it would be on WordPress, but it's kind of functions like um, show it or Squarespace or one of those where you pay a monthly for someone else to maintain it yeah. and you just kind of use a theme. Um, so I'm, I'm wrapping my head around developing a, a builder like that. That's amazing. That's exciting. And it'll help so many people yeah. because that's, those are the things that get people stuck and you're able yes. to have a resource to be like, okay, well, if you're not ready for me to design it for you now, here's a way that you could do it um, yeah. at your pace and at your speed, which I love. Right. That's exactly it. I don't want, I, I just don't want someone to have any reason why they can't do it. I want them to be able to finish and get their business going. Like, because I don't want them to be stuck. Like so many of us feel that we're like not going to keep going because I'm going to sit here and just keep taking information in rather than taking action. So I want to be able to be a solution for people to get through that. Yes. So if you're sitting there and you're not sure what to do next, then you need to go to Allie and make sure that you can get this set up and start doing the work now and don't procrastinate. Don't wait. Stop yeah. learning from everybody else and go directly to the source. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes, <laughs> get it done. Yeah. So before we start to wrap things up, I have a couple like rapid fire questions for you that I love okay. to ask all of my guests. Um, so I'm curious, um, do you have a morning routine? And if so, what does that look like for you? Oh, it's very loose and changing now that the kids are home while I'm working for sure. But um, I get up and I have a cup of coffee and I look through my news feeds and hang out with the kids and then get them ready for school. So it's real loose. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I know everybody's like, some people are like super diligent and have like, yeah. I meditate for an hour and I read this book yeah. and I journal. <laughs> um, I do what I call slow mornings where I like to get up and do like you do, like have a cup of coffee at least 15 minutes before my kids come down. And sometimes that includes journaling or a little bit of exercise or stretching. Um, but yeah, with as moms, sometimes that routine goes completely out the window because if the kids wake me up or if they come downstairs yep. seconds after I have, like you just have to start going with the morning. So I totally understand how that is. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's exactly it. Go with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Especially as moms, like it's, it's never yes. a dull moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who would you say has um, made the biggest impact on your life? Is there any influencer or a person in your life that's impacted you greatly? Wow. That's a great question. Um, I mean, more than anyone, it's probably been my family. They're, you know, 
set everything for me, kind of my foundation. I have an older sister and she kind of led me through life and taught me as I went along um, and my mom and dad. I just, they, they are still my, my go-to when I need any kind of like feedback or support. Um, so I guess I would say them as yeah. a main source of inspiration. Yeah. I love that you said that. That's so awesome. So many times it's like, you know, big on influencers or different people like that. But I think you're right. Like our family is like such an important connecting point for us. And so yeah. we remember that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But they, they've influenced so many decisions and so many things that we've done. So like I know my, my mom was one of my biggest influencers as well. And like just those life lessons that um, she taught were huge. Yeah. 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 So what is your favorite way to recharge? Like, do you have a happy place or thing that you like to do? Uh, yoga. Yoga. I love yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and I, every time I practice, it feels good. You know, I feel better. I feel calmer, slowed down, reconnected. Yeah. Yeah. And the outdoors. I also really can get the same feel by just a simple walk outside, you know, just yeah. the fresh air. Um, I can be recharged by that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good ones. Those are mine too. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I could give you an airline ticket anywhere in the world, where would you travel to? Wow. I think right now my top destination would be Australia. Australia? Yeah. I haven't been. That's why I, I just, it's one of the places that's on my list of wanting, wanting to go there. <laughs> what, what's something about Australia that makes you want to go visit? I have no idea why. Just because, <laughs> yeah, uh, just because it's so it's so um, opposite of where where we live now. So I mean, just to just to see it, and it's it's just one of the places I haven't been yet. So yeah. it's on my list. That's awesome. I always think of going there like on a Christmas winter break one of these years. Yeah, because I'm like they're in yeah. summer when we're in winter. So I'm like it'd be perfect yeah. to go and like be perfect explore, and then you get like two summers. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. That, and I might be a little bit obsessed with like kangaroos and koala bears and that would be super fun to see in person. It would be cool. <laughs> um, yeah. And how, how can people connect with you um, if they want to find, follow you and hang out with you? Where do you like to hang out? I am very active on Instagram and Facebook and both are at do well websites. Okay. Awesome. And then I have my YouTube channel too, which is um, you can find it dowellwebsites.com forward slash YouTube. And awesome. I post there once a week. So that's, that's a lot of fun over there. I will make yeah. sure we drop those links below as well. So everybody can follow you and find you easily on whatever platform they like to hang out at as well. So yeah. awesome. Allie, it's been so fun having you on today. It's been so great talking to you. Thank you. It was really fun for me too. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your day and we will talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you love the show, leave a review and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. It would mean the world to me. As a special thank you, I want to offer you a free gift, my Uncover Your Niche workbook and video training that helps you become unforgettable to your audience. You can sign up at darlingholly.com. I look forward to seeing you all next week. In the meantime, have an amazing week and we will talk soon.